0: On this episode of College on Fleek, I'm gonna show you some different ways to get your work done that might help you be more efficient. Hey, it's time to stop procrastinating, get your S2G, and crush it in college. I'm Mary Dittman. This is College on Fleek. Hi, I'm Mary Dittman winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of Wonderful Life and College on Fleek. One thing that everybody struggles with college students everyone is just a feeling of maybe not having enough time to get everything done and who wouldn't want to have more time to have fun anyway and I've learned some techniques lately that I want to share with you that have really helped me be able to be more efficient and save time. But before we get into that, I want to remind you to go to collegeonfleek.com and get the Study Smart Toolkit. When I was in college, I had terrible test anxiety, actually in high school and graduate school as well. And when I began teaching, I found that many of my students really struggle with studying. They don't know how to study or they have test anxiety. And I started sharing with them the three-step system that I created for myself in college. It helped me. And I started teaching it to my students. And over the years, the Study Smart Toolkit has helped hundreds of students. And I've watched my students go from Ds and Fs to As and Bs on exams. In fact, sometimes it's been such a dramatic shift that I've watched them for cheating because you normally don't see that type of a grade change, you know, without something else going on. And I can't make any guarantees. I can't make a promise, but I can tell you what I've seen with my own eyes, and that is my students going from D's and F's to A's and B's on the very next test. The Study Smart Toolkit is a video tutorial. A lot of times I have students say, Ms. Stittman, can I come to your office and you show me how to study? Well, I can't help people one-on-one like that, okay? There's not enough of me to help a lot of folks. That's why the Study Smart Toolkit is on video. In that way, you can access it anytime you want to. You have lifetime access to it. You can go back and look at it if you forgot something and you can review it in your own time and space. It's free. It's a video where I'm basically sitting down with you one-on-one and showing you how to study and it works. Now, I've had students who tell me, well, I just don't want to have to watch a video. Well, that's BS because you're watching stuff on YouTube and Netflix all day long. And then one of my students said, yeah, but that stuff's interesting. Okay. How interested are you in retaking a class you failed? Do yourself a favor. Go to collegeonfleek.com, get the study smart toolkit, hook yourself up with some better grades. All right. Now today I'm going to teach you a couple of techniques that I use to save time. We're all busy. And you know what? Even if Maybe you have enough time to get things done, but listen, you don't want to spend hours and hours and hours doing stuff. You want to spend those hours doing something fun. So I want to share with you some ideas about batching and also using checklists. Batching is grouping tasks that are similar and doing them all at the same time. So let me give you an example of something I do in batching. When I'm producing these College on Fleek episodes, I will film three of them at a time. And I have a list that I work from. These are the show topics I think I want to cover. And then what I do is before I film, I create, I use my iPad, I create a content planner. So I know for three episodes at a time, what do I want to talk about? Then I film three episodes. Also, while I'm filming the episodes, I take three still shots, okay? That's the shot at the beginning of the show where I'm just sitting there smiling. When I'm finished filming, while I'm breaking down the set, okay? All the lighting and all the equipment, I'm breaking all that down. But while I'm doing that, I've got my, I'm airdropping the three videos and the three still shots to my laptop. Then what I do Is I go in to I use Canva and I open up Canva and I create the opening graphics for three shows okay and I do I do them all at once and then what I'll do now I'm not doing it all necessarily on the same day but then what I'll do is I'll close out Canva because it's a big energy drain on your laptop so I'll close that I go into iMovie and I edit. If I have time, I'll edit all three shows at the same time. If I can't do all three, I'll do one. But when I'm finished editing the videos, then what I do is I upload all three videos to YouTube and schedule them. I upload all three videos to Facebook and schedule them. I go ahead and create the podcast from the video all at once. My point is, I'm I'm grouping like tasks. So what would that look like for you? Well, if you're having to create, let's say a report for your history class and a paper for your English class, what you might do, if it makes sense, is you would write all the reports and then you would just batch print them. So you would print everything all at the same time, if that makes sense. Now this means you have to have your work organized and know what you need to be working on. And this way you're not like, I got to run to the printer. Now I got to run to the printer again. You're not like running to wherever the printer is five times in a day. You just know, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to print all these five things once. A lot of our students, I teach at Francis Marion University and a lot of our students, if they have to run to the computer lab or the library or the computer center on campus, they don't want to have to make that trek five times in a day. One of my students would batch her, professor visits. So if she had a 30 minute break, she would go stop in to her professor's offices. She would just have the list. Here's the five people I need to see today. I'm going to stop and see if I can catch them. If she couldn't catch them, she at least was at their office and she could with her phone, take a photo of when are their office hours and I can shoot them an email. And sometimes she would just do that. She would say, Oh, they're not going to be in the office till tomorrow. While she was standing there at their closed office door, she would just send them an email and here, you know, here's what I need to talk about. And she would batch her professor visits like that. You could batch appointments that you're scheduling. So if you say I need to schedule an appointment at the tutoring center and the writing center, then maybe while you're sitting down, you're on the website, go ahead and, and schedule out all the appointments that you need to make. So using batching helps you to group like tasks and then knock them out. Another thing that really helps me checklist I'm a checklist kind of girl now I'm, I gave you the example of how I produce the show and I don't always have time to sit down and edit three videos all at once because that takes a little bit of time so there are many times where I'm having to stop and start just like you when you're writing an English paper hopefully you're not trying to sit down and bang out one English paper in one sitting a lot of times you're having to start and stop on stuff And where I found I was losing a lot of my time was I couldn't remember. Where did I leave off? Now, I used to keep my checklist on my iPad. What I found was using a printed out paper checklist is actually better for me. So what I do is I actually have a folder. Go back and look at the last episode on getting organized. Girlfriend has a folder for everything. I'm all about the folder life. So I have a folder called production forms. And in this folder, as soon as I film my three episodes, I print out three blank forms. And I handwrite the title of the episode, when is it going to air. And then I have a checklist. Okay, I filmed the episode. I airdropped it to the MacBook. I created the opening graphic. Um, I created the show. I duplicated the show for the podcast. And I check off what have I done because I'm batching so sometimes if it's a week and I'm like what I can't remember what I did already see I used to have to keep going back and looking what is on YouTube already what is on Facebook already now I can just pull out the checklist and go oh okay so there's a few episodes where I still need to put the episode on my webpage at marydittman.com I haven't done that yet so I know which ones I still need to put on the website Another place where I use checklists is I'm the director of the internship program for the School of Business at Francis Marion and internships are a real stop and start. So like there can be several days or weeks in between events with an internship. So I receive an application from the student. I need to place them in a business. That means I have to contact the business. I have to wait for them to get back to me. Then I have to tell the student to contact them. Then I need to find out you know, what happened and did I get this, this, and this from the student? Did I send this, this, and this to the student? Did I send X, Y, Z to the business? Did I receive these different things? And I might have 20 students that I'm going back and forth with And what I don't want is to have to waste time, like trying to figure out, wait a minute, what did I do with this student? Like where I'm having to go back and search my emails. Did they email me about that? I can't remember. So what I do is for each student, now I love these plastic uh, containers and they hold file folders, which I really love. So what I'll do for every semester of the internship is I have one, Folder that's just for the class in general. This is where I have a copy of the syllabus and I have some blank checklists. Then what I do is for each student, each student has their own file with their name on it. I'm gonna cover up this person's name because it ain't none of your business. And then what I have is inside the file folder, a project, I have a checklist. And so inside that checklist, it'll it'll tell me things like, I've received the application from the student. I emailed the student. I emailed the business. I sent the student information on how to write their project plan, whatever. And it's a checklist that I know that's gonna organize me for the entire semester. Then I have a separate checklist that I use when I am placing the student. And so it's a checklist where I can write down On this date, I emailed the organization. What did I hear back? Yes or no? Okay, so like in this student's case, on the 17th of the month, I emailed so-and-so at such-and-such organization. What was the result? He said yes. Okay, the next day, I emailed the student. What was the result? Yes, I heard back from her. And then I can keep a checklist of I sent the student the instructions on how to do a job interview how to write the internship project plan so i know every step of the way what i'm doing and i find a checklist to be very very helpful listen i've i've even had a mentor one time who told me she said it's kind of a no-brainer like if i'm doing a podcast or like a video like this where she said it should be a no-brainer to hit the record button but like I went through a whole podcast and forgot to record it and like that's the kind of stuff that that totally scares me. So a lot of times with a checklist you think well I don't need a checklist I know what to do but how many times have you forgotten something? Like it's last minute you're like oh my gosh I forgot to print out my works cited page or oh no I forgot to proofread it or oh I forgot to put in this one citation that I was saving for later. I'm telling you Use a checklist even for the known brainer stuff. So like a checklist for a paper could be, I have a thesis statement, I have a cover page, I have an introduction, I have an an executive summary, I have cited all of my references, I have a works cited page, I have turned in my rough draft, I have gone to see my professor, whatever. But I would recommend a checklist because if there's anything that you are concerned about, like there's multiple steps, And you're like oh man I hope I don't forget to do all these things that need to get done put them in there and like I said I find checklists to be very helpful especially for projects where I have to stop and start and if you're a college student you have a lot of projects where you have to stop and start and so rather than having to spend time like where was I did I do this did I do that like you think you did something and then later on you're like oh no I forgot that's where a checklist will help you now college on fleek is a dialogue not a monologue and we want to hear from you i want to know from you is there anything that you could try batching or that you could use a checklist for put that in the comments we always want to hear what you need help with what are you struggling with in college because we want to produce content that is valuable for you You can always connect with us at collegeonfleek.com. That's where you can get your Study Smart Toolkit. We have a lot of resources there for you. We have some really cool College on Fleek gear for you there. We have past episodes as well as our podcast. And thank you for watching, and we'll see you next time right here on College on Fleek.